Uh, personally, let me share, I guess, something more personal. When I, when I was contemplating suicide at 18, and um, I think I've told you before and others that I used to hear voices. I used to hear whatever it was telling me to kill yourself. Uh, no one's going to miss you. When I put my faith in Jesus, uh, that stopped. It just completely stopped. Colossians 3.1 If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Logos Talk Welcome to the Logos Talk Podcast. For sermons, daily devos, and more resources, visit logosbaptist.church. Welcome to our first episode. We're going to go ahead and introduce ourselves. I'm your host, Izet. I'm Pastor Manny, and off camera. Hi, I'm John. I'm the audio director for Logos Talk. Nice. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and start off with Pastor Manny here. Can you uh, introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit more about you. So again, my name is Manny. I'm the pastor of Logos Baptist Church, and I'm very excited to be starting this uh, new ministry with you, Logos Talk Podcast. Definitely. It's very exciting, big step we're taking. Definitely. Um, I guess I just want to introduce myself to all of our friends watching and listening. Um, I am the pastor of this church. We just got restarted as a church here in Brownsville, Texas, next to Starbase, Texas, uh, back in June, July. And um, obviously you're a member of our church. What do you think of what God's been doing in our church so far? Well, <clears throat> I can definitely tell you that just from when we restarted, it's grown so much. It, like we're like this wasn't even like in one of our thoughts when we first restarted. So it's definitely exciting to see how it's taking on and how it's catching on and people are hearing about Christ through Logos. And how it's taking shape, especially in the city. Definitely. Definitely. So I guess um, a little bit about myself. Um, I was not always a Christian. I guess that's the whole point of being a Christian is uh, being born again. And uh, for me, I guess it took um, kind of a miracle for God to really save me. Um, grew up in the church, didn't care about Jesus, and it wasn't until 18 when uh, I contemplated suicide. And that's where someone came to my house, started talking to me about the Lord, and they just told me, put everything in God's hands, repent, turn your life over. And ever since then, um, gave my life to Jesus, and God has really done amazing things, especially allowing me to be a part of this church. What would you say that was like? Like, trans like literally did a whole 180 in your life. How did, how did you feel? I mean, I sympathize a lot with uh, Paul in the Bible. He hated Christians and he persecuted them. That was the case for me. I hated Christianity. I would make fun of people who went to church, including my own family. So definitely 180 for me. Completely 180. And I've seen it. Like, we've been friends for a couple of years now. I think it's more than a couple of years. <laughs> just exactly how many, but um, just seeing you go from youth pastor to pastor and now you're a husband as well, it's very... Nice to see you sprout. Yeah, we just celebrated three years of marriage, my wife. Congratulations uh, about that. That's true. Pastor Manny just celebrated his three-year anniversary with Miss Carla. I mean, that's, again, part of God's grace and big miracle that uh, she would put up with me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so how would you say you came about starting Logos? Well, this was uh, completely God's idea. Um, ever since I got saved, I realized there was people like myself who grew up in this country uh, Hispanic, but English language was their first language, and um, I thought, why don't we reach people like like myself? 
And um, so I went into seminary, started studying, and then I approached my pastor, told him, what do you think about starting an English church? Because he started a bunch of Spanish ones. And um, I guess it just wasn't in the, the plan. Uh, but eventually, I mean, I talked to him again, and um, I had his full support. And he said, go for it. Do it. We live in a city that's mostly Hispanic, Spanish speakers. But the population that grew up with English is growing, um, especially now with SpaceX. A lot of people moving into the city, young families. Um, so that's where the idea really came from. And then uh, Logos itself, well, obviously Logos means the word. It's from John 1. And we really wanted to name the, the church after Jesus um, to make it all about him. That's that's interesting. And I know <clears throat> several people before coming and being members of the church had said that they thought it was more for youth, younger people. What, what do you think about that? I mean, I guess just my history as a youth pastor, I tended to gravitate more towards high school, college age uh, students. Um, so yeah, that happened a lot at the beginning. We had older folks tell us like, hey, I want to go, but we feel like it's a youth group. And I kind of wanted to get rid of that stigma of it's just a youth group. And how do you feel that's kind of changed now? Like, what do you see now in the members? Well, it's been pretty cool because again, I guess another 180 instead of just college and high school, uh, young families have started coming uh, to our church. There's also an older family who um, they're in their mid to late 40s, 50s. And our church has really evolved from like a youth focused to more like family focused. Yeah, I was about to say that it kind of now the youth used to outweigh the older people. And now it's kind of just outbalanced the other way now. It's very interesting. And I mean, I think it's biblical just seeing a, a church that's multi-generational, people of all ages coming to meet Jesus and the older folks teaching the younger people what it's like to be a Christian. Definitely. So now that we're on the topic of logos, do you mind uh, explaining the mission and uh, any future uh, plans you have for the church? Yeah. So, I mean, our motto is simple. It's uh, know and love God, uh, make disciples of Jesus and love people. And that's really what drives us now as a church. Um, obviously, knowing God through his word. Uh, studying it, teaching it, uh, making disciples, making followers of Jesus, people that want to be like Jesus and give their lives over, uh, including yourself. I mean, when I met you, we were in the youth group. I was a youth pastor. Um, you were a lot different than yes. you are now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> want to share about yourself, what you were like uh, when we first met there in the youth group? Well, when I first started going back to this church, I was 14. And I remember at that time, my parents were separating, and I was just kind of like angry at the world and you kind of showed me you know like it's not my place there's different areas where i could be bettering myself in and i definitely took it to heart i mean i definitely see the change from just two years ago um i would definitely say i'm a completely different person and you know just uh, the youth ministry had such a big important impact on me so it's definitely life-changing so even god did a 180 for you too yeah definitely not overnight but it took a couple of days a couple of months and yeah a lot of people can see the difference i think that's just the whole process is just growing and i mean we can be in christianity for decades we won't have it right until we see him face to face but in the meantime it's just growing and uh, being more like him every day and that's kind of the mission of logos make people like that and what would you say logos is currently doing so, um, right. So currently, I mean, obviously this ministry just got started, but we're going through kind of a rebirth of discipleship. Um, we put the whole church uh, under this path called Logos Next Steps, and everybody's starting from beginning, from basics. Uh, what is the Bible? Who is Jesus? What is God? What is salvation? How do you get to heaven? All of that. 
because we don't want to just assume that everybody is a Christian. We want to really make disciples of Jesus. So we're really focusing heavy on discipleship. And we want to also focus on outreach evangelism. So over the coming weeks, um, even on the YouTube channel and everything, you're going to start seeing some really in- interesting content as far as uh, doing evangelism. And you get to tag along with us and watch what we do, how we tell people about Jesus. Interesting. Right now that you mentioned the Logos Next Steps, I know you had uh, your first session this past Tuesday. How was that like? Well, let me ask you, what did you think about Logos Next Steps? Well, I asked you first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I am the pastor. So I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, we obviously gave the introduction, what the church is about, the vision, the mission. But then we also got to hear to uh, hear everybody's stories. And I don't know if this is true, if you noticed this, but people that you thought were very grounded in their faith, they were just honest. And they told us, hey, I really don't have this all figured out. Um, we got to hear some people who've been in it for a while and say, hey, I'm growing, but now I want to transition into discipling others. Um, so that was Logos 101, kind of like the welcome to our church type of thing. Yeah, and that whole people opening up. I saw people that I thought were like really strong people break down to tears. And it was definitely just inspirational and, and nice to see that we're all just the same. We're all just trying to get by going to the same God. So it was very interesting. And it was seeing people of all ages. I mean, like I said, a brother in his 50s and his son, you know. 12 years old, yeah. And he, he just was honest and he said, I don't know if I'm a Christian, but I want to find out. Definitely. Very motivating. Um, now we're going to send it to John, who's going to read a couple of questions that we received uh, via Instagram and Facebook. John? Mm-hmm. Okay, so our first question here is uh, how to learn to apologize to people even though they have done bad things towards you. Well, let me ask you, has anyone done something bad to you lately? Lately. Not lately. Not, well, actually, yes. Um, I had a close friend a couple of years. Actually, we met in sixth grade. Kind of uh, turned her back on me and became very, I guess you could say, materialistic. And... I mean, I went home crying, so it was definitely something that I took to heart. But then I was like, like, like it says, you know, we have to f- how to apologize and stuff and forgive forgive people. It it was definitely hard to forgive her because it, I mean, obviously it hurts. But you know, it's something we have to do to move on because if you hold a grudge, you're just gonna stay stuck. Yeah, I mean, a couple things on forgiveness, especially as Christians. Uh, we look at how God has forgiven us. Um, and if we could offend him and he could still forgive us, we can definitely find it in our hearts to forgive. And um, another thing on that is, like you said, when we hold a grudge, we're really the ones holding ourselves back. Um, and then the last thing on that, um, I will talk about restoration. So when you forgive someone, that doesn't automatically mean you go back to having the friendship you had immediately. And I think we get confused with that sometimes where... Um, well, hey, you know, I messed up, uh, I cheated on you, forgive me, hey, we get back together. And that's just not true. Um, forgiveness does not mean you get restored. Yeah, the actions definitely have consequences, and you see them, even if you forgive. Yeah, I mean, forgiveness is something uh, you give freely, but I think restoration takes time. Definitely. Okay, well, we have our second question here. How do we know the difference between ourselves being enticed by our desires or the devil tempting us? So a thing on that, we have our sin nature still as humans, as Christians. And, you know, we're weak to different things. Um, what is something that you struggle with sometimes? Music. Okay. I, since 
a younger a younger age have been very dependent on music and I, I think you have even noticed how over the last couple months I've been looking into the music I listen to making sure it's biblical or if it's not Christian kind of letting it go mm-hmm. so yeah that's definitely something I struggle with and it's kind of uh, something to examine there because you can't say, well, the devil made me listen to this music. No, I chose to listen to it. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we like certain types of music and uh, there's a difference between music and lyrics. I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure there's songs you like that are not Christian. Actually, recently I was really into this one singer. I'm not going to say her name, but <laughs> she is beautiful, sings amazingly. But when it came down to looking at the lyrics, what she was singing, it was definitely not something i should have been listening to so it took me a while but i deleted it off my playlist not something i listen to anymore right so i mean and the bible talks about that how uh, we're tempted to sin by our own sinful desires and then once we act on them that's when uh, it becomes sin but um the other question that i think john was asking there is um is there times when the devil himself or the enemy because um you know there's this whole thing we don't see when is it the enemy attacking us um, and that's also very true. I mean, we live in a supernatural world, and um, there's been so many stories of the enemy attacking, manifesting in a, uh, I don't know, a, a visible way. Have you heard anything like that? Not recently, but um, I have seen it take a toll on the the upcoming generation and the generation I'm part of as well. Yeah, I mean, you hear so many stories like, uh, I saw a shadow, I saw this, I saw that. Uh, personally, let me share, I guess, something more personal. When I when I was contemplating suicide at 18, um, I felt like that was not coming from me. I didn't want to hurt myself. And um, I think I've told you before and others that I used to hear voices. I used to hear whatever it was telling me to kill yourself. Uh, no one's going to miss you. And when I put my faith in Jesus, uh, that stopped. It just completely stopped. It's like you said, the devil won't push you off the cliff, but he'll lead you to the cliff. Yeah, and try to convince you to jump off. Yeah. So that's the questions we have for this episode. I want to go ahead and thank John for reading them and thank Pastor Manny for answering them, introducing yourself and your church. And that's our first episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you have any more questions, make sure you send them to our social media. And tune in into our uh, website, our YouTube. LogosBaptist.Church. Thank you. See you next week. The Logos Talk podcast is a ministry of Logos Baptist Church. Our audio director is John Sanchez. Our technical director is Haley De La Fuente.